What about what happened in November and December 1995? Now, I'm lucky to be joined by two legends of the sport, two of the greatest fast bowlers we've ever seen, because they both played in that test match. Pakistan has not won a test in Australia since 1995, and that victory was here at the SCG. They were led by man of the match, Mushtaq Ahmed, who claimed nine wickets. Uh, there were many features through the game. Mark War scored his maiden uh, test entry at this ground. First time he'd ever scored 100 at his home ground. Ejaz Ahmed, he batted for about six hours uh, to score 137 for Pakistan in its first innings. Gosh, he came up with some big knocks for Pakistan. Wakar Yunus took three for 15 in the second innings, including a blistering delivery to end the game when he bowled Glenn McGrath, who unfortunately made a very, I'm told, unlucky pair. Both of them join us to talk about that historic moment in 1995. Waka to the wicket, we go the spoils. It Welcome. was a walking wicket, come on, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was a very memorable uh, day because even even before that, Pakistan uh, hardly won anything here and it was it was a special moment. Yes, we did lose the series before that. We lost two matches uh, before that uh, final final test match. But yeah, Mushi was on song. Mushi had a really, really good uh, good tour. He picked up, I think, 10 for in, in, in one of the other games also. And then from here going to New Zealand, he picked up another 10 for. So he was having that dream period where he, where he really ruled the world as a, as a right-arm leg spinner. But yeah, there were so many good performances, as you mentioned, Andrew, uh, you know, Mark Waugh getting runs, Ajaz, is, you know, always get runs against Australia. Yes. In Australia, yep. I think he's got 600 against Australia only uh, out of his 12. So he always enjoyed batting against Australia on these bouncy pitches, uh, a very weird kind of uh, uh, batting stance. And, and, and he loved he's like a wood chopper, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he used to cut the ball and, and, and he used to pull the ball from, from the length. So, he was a, a very good, uh, num he, batted, he started batting actually number three, uh, just before that. Um, previously, he was batting down the order, number five, number six, sometime, you know, bat batting number eight. But yeah, he, that, that was another really fine performance from uh, Ijaz Ahmed. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was hoping that, uh, you know, it will repeat and, uh, you know, Pakistan will be able to just manage to win this test match. And, and they had their moments, uh, but, uh, you know, couldn't really uh, close it off. It's amazing when you look at that quartet you had, particularly in these conditions, where yourself and Wazam Akram, Mushi, yeah. and Saklain Mushtaq, who was a very gifted off-spinner. Mm. I mean, when you were celebrating that victory here, it wouldn't have even crossed your mind that here we are in 2024 and Pakistan has not won a test in this country since. Yeah, it's... It is sad, isn't it? It's uh, and uh, and we had a good side uh, in the middle, and uh, we have challenged Australia in several occasions. Uh, but then again, I would I would repeat again and again that catching has always been the biggest issue of Pakistan. Uh, even when we uh, previously came here in 2010, I think. Uh, uh, you know, we could have easily won a test match here when Hussey got uh, that famous 100 with, uh, uh, with uh, I think he was, uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure who was, who was batting with him, I think. Uh, uh, but yeah, it was, a, it was a wonderful test match, uh, you know, and we lost. We just all needed was 160 odd runs in the, in the final uh, fourth inning and uh, we lost all the wickets. We lost, we lost by quite a fair bit. So, uh, 
But, but, but also, don't forget, in Tasmania also, uh, we could have won that uh, with the big chase from uh, Justin Langer and Gilchrist, both yes. getting 100. That was a very good, good test match. And uh, another test match where uh, Ricky Ponting was dropped first ball, and then he went on and made a big 100. He was on the verge of getting dropped at that stage because he had a really, really bad run, and there was a talk in the media that he might just be struggling for his spot in, in the side but that drop first ball very first ball uh, it was uh, Mohammed Amir standing at, at fine leg and he dropped a dolly a sitter wasn't it yeah, yeah. a real sitter yeah yeah we had our moments but uh, you know we, we always have those buttery hands when you when you come to Australia <laughs> although, yeah. although catching here is it's not that difficult because the ball comes at good height yes well, Glenn McGrath, we are normally lauding you and your performances as our colleague here on Grandstand Cricket. So I'm sorry to take you back to that moment. Mm. As Wakar said, the series was won. Yeah. But Pakistan came here and win convincingly in the end by 74 runs. What yeah. are your main memories from this game? Well, from the series beforehand, you know, we played up in, in Brisbane, started off because the, that uh, third test was in November. How yes. early did we start? Yeah. Now we're starting in December, isn't it? Yeah. December and January, uh, other test matches. So, yeah, had a had a good test up in up in uh, Brisbane to start with. And the one thing I remember from that game, I reckon majority of my wickets have been from bowling good areas, but I remember the Brisbane match because Amir Sahail was was batting well, and I I was bowling around the wicket to him. I'd set him up for this. The ball was reverse swinging. I've set him up for this reverse in swinging Yorker. And he smoked me through the covers for four. He was on 99. And I set him up for this particular ball, and it came off. And yeah. I remember it because it's one of the rare ones where you set a guy up for a wicket, and it happens. Yeah, it must be so, so satisfying. that's why I remember uh, Amir got, um, the missile got 99. Um, and then we went down to, uh, trying to think where the next test was. Uh, oh, down in Hobart. Hobart, Hobart mm -hmm. and uh, bowled quite well there. And then coming up here, I think I took two wickets for the match. Which was uh, and didn't trouble scorers in either innings. Um, I could have asked for DRS in the first uh, innings. Uh, I think Mushi had me out LBW. It was probably missing off stump and missing leg stump as well. <laughs> probably hitting middle. And yeah, Waka. Yeah, when Waka's, I think when Pakistani bowlers see me walk out to 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 bat, they're all trying to grab the ball because they think, oh, here's a here's a wicket. Just have to bowl it on the stumps. And Waka just came in. Probably, uh, probably was it reverse? reverse would have been yes. reverse in swing. Yeah. It would have just smashed all my stumps out of the ground, and mm. and that was it. It was. Uh, but we had our chances in that game, like you yeah. said, Mark Waugh, maiden hundred on this ground. You would have thought uh, he might have had a few more under the belt by then. Uh, but uh, we're travelling nicely in the second innings, and then just got blown away. Well, you you were two for 117. Um, and the, the target was 200 and, was it 247. Yeah. So you're two for, for 117, all out 172. But Mushtaq claimed those nine wickets for the, the game, Waka, uh, four in the second innings yeah. uh, in concert with you to, to steer Pakistan to victory. What was it about Mushtaq and his brand of leg spin that made him so lethal, especially when the conditions did suit? Yeah, when the conditions suited him, he, he was lethal because he had uh, a real good googly uh, and a flipper uh, and had a really good control. I mean, he didn't really do that well uh, previous to that particular tour. Uh, he was always struggling with the, with the length. And also, 
don't forget with playing with me and and Vasim uh, Akram, it, it he used to get very little chance to to bowl, especially in Pakistan. Although the pitches were uh, very much like what we were seeing here in uh, in Sydney, uh, and he got very little chance. And and then even if he gives a breakthrough, we'll just use to remove him very quickly because the new batsmen come in and there's more chance of getting wicked with the, with the reverse. Uh, uh, and uh, and and he used to actually curse us to be honest <laughs> at, 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 at several occasions you know when he was bowling well and and suddenly Vasim will say oh no 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 you see was Vasim was captain then so he will say oh just, you know just just hold on hold on just, just you know we'll bring you back and he never came back <laughs> because uh, the tail you know we used to wrap wrap it up very very quickly uh, but that period of about uh, 18 months where uh, he didn't give us any chance he he picked up uh, Many wickets and uh, and made Pakistan win win plenty of games. Uh, uh, yeah, he was a, he was a classical right arm leg spinner with the, with a fantastic googly. He had a wonderful World Cup here in 1992, uh, especially the final where where he picked up Graham Hicks' wicket. I think uh, you know he was at his best that year, and uh, you know what a superb uh, uh, you know team man and and could bat a little bit also. Uh, and a fantastic fielder. He used to bat, slip, slip cordon, gully, and 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 backward point. These are the regions where he used to field. So, uh, yeah, we we really enjoyed. I really enjoyed with Mushi because I played all my cricket. It was me in Zamamul Haq and uh, and Mushtaq Ahmed. Three of us come from the same region, Multan Division, which is south of uh, Pakistan. I don't know, Glenn, if you yeah, played, played there, there, you played yeah. there, yeah. It's a it's, it's a newish stadium there, and and that's you know, and uh, we all come from that region, and we played our cricket from under under 15s and the 16s and under 19s, all our cricket together. So we knew each other's game. We were very good buddies, and uh, and thoroughly enjoyed the time with him, and thoroughly enjoyed the entire career. Shane Warne also played in that test, and he got yeah. four wickets in in each innings. But that that uh, collapse clean was seven for 55. For Pakistan to win the Test match, do you remember what was going through the dressing room when the the collapse started? Yeah, not really. Probably sort of feeling quietly confident that uh, got a got a good uh, good start. But well, what about I, what I you're feeling when you had to put the pads on? Oh, well, that's never a good feeling. <laughs> um, and I, if you go back 12 months before, we played South Africa here, and I got out with five runs left, so I was feeling pretty ordinary. <laughs> wasn't my favorite ground in the world so yeah it's a uh, batting fourth on an scg pitch and back then it was a turning track yeah mm. um and turning track plus reverse swing uh you said warney got four and four uh, i think craig mcdermott got five in the second innings three in the first so it it was doing a bit and uh yeah it um we just fell in a bit of a heap so yeah well, if i come out to bat and there's still 70 runs to get Mm. Yeah, what are the you're not confident, and especially with Wacker running in bowling, <laughs> yeah. nearly 100 mile an hour reverse in swingers that, uh, yeah, that I've, I get nowhere near. There was, <laughs> but I tell you, I tell you something with Glenn's bowling. I mean, uh, I, we always rated and we always knew that what he brings to the table when, when he's playing uh, in in South Africa, Australia, England, you know. But when when he came to Pakistan, uh, we thought, you know, we'll, we'll get him now. We really thought we will get him because uh, uh, those pitches, if you don't know how to reverse, then, you know, we'll sort you out. Uh, but uh, I was really amazed the way he, he bowled in the, in the entire series. I don't know, if Glenn, if you remember that series when we 
when it when uh, Pakistan got bowled out twice in the 50 or 50 runs in mm. Sharjah, in Sharjah, which yeah. was which was really really hot steamy weather. Oh, it was though. only only 55 only degrees 50. Celsius, <laughs> <laughs> and no one in the stand. It was that hot. We're fielding in ice vest down at Fine Lake. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I, Pakistan were, were we were just going through some security issues back mm. in Pakistan and. Uh, Pakistan, you know, playing away from home. We played a test match in, in Sri Lanka, the first one, which was a fantastic test match. Shoaib Akhtar bowled uh, very quick, and, and he picked up five wickets uh, in the in the second inning, I think. And, and Glenn, you picked up also wicket, uh, wickets in, in that game. Uh, you got me out, caught behind with the, the second new ball, and I remember that. I, have, I never forget. I love and that then, you've got a memory of that. That's all. Yeah. And then we got we came to Sharjah. We thought, okay, we got a chance because that was a very well fought Test match. We really came very close to winning that Test match. Uh, but when we got to Dubai, uh, some of our players were injured and uh, they had to uh, return back. Uh, but it was totally one-sided. But I was really surprised the way Glenn bowled in in those matches. Uh, in that heat, he ran in hard and, and he picked up a handful of wickets. I got uh, what Wacker out as my 400th LBW. Yeah, I remember Before that. Before DRS. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you both remember getting each other out. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Going back to that win in, in 95, Ejaz yeah. Ahmed, um, as you mentioned, just scored runs for fun against Australia, mm. 600 against the Aussies. Uh, we've got some highlights of his wonderful knock in that game in 1995 right here. Warren bowls a full toss. He's hooked away on the onside and caught it back with square leg. As Ejaz swung him away in the air and McGrath down on the boundary didn't have to move and took a safe catch. Warren has his third wicket and at last Ejaz's great vigil comes to an end. He walks very slowly and disappointedly away. Caught McGrath, bowled Warren for 137 and it's not always the best ball which takes the wicket because that was a full toss and he hit it almost literally straight down McGrath's throat. 330-odd deliveries for Ejaz Ahmed, yeah. um, and it only took a great catch to get rid of him. Yeah, uh, Shane Warne always said one of the most dangerous deliveries in in Test cricket is the full toss. <laughs> the spinner yeah. bowling a full toss. Their eyes light up, they try to hit it. I was, uh, yeah, I, I must have hung on to that one, so that was uh, that was nice. We mentioned Mark Wall first century yeah. at this ground being his home he scored 116 with eight boundaries and a six what are your, your memories of that knock from mark war and how difficult was he to bowl to when he was in good nick yeah he was a, a touch player uh, him and and probably martin another batter who was a very elegant yep. uh, player and, and and very touch player uh with, with Mark Waugh, you always think that, oh, you're going to get him out soon. You will get him out because he's, he, sometimes he, he plays so lazy. Uh, but, uh, but whenever he moves on to, into, the, into his shot, he's just so you know, elegantly and, 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 and the timing was there. He never will hit you hard or, or just run down the pitch and then moving too much in the crease. It's very simple technique, but uh, very effective, very controlled and... Uh, uh, and if you don't get him early, there's always chance that you get him early because if you ball good, because his feet sometimes doesn't move, you can get him out LBW. But once he gets going, it was really, really hard to ball at him because, you know, as always, Aussies, most of them, they're, they're just very swear, they're very positive and, uh, and they put the bad ball, balls away. It doesn't matter how bouncy the pitches are, how difficult the, uh, the surfaces are, and he's one of them. 
yeah. you know, one of the greats from uh, uh, from Australia, of course, and uh, uh, really enjoyed watching him bat. Not only bowling at him, that he, he looks good. Even if you're not bowling at him, I'm standing at fine leg or, or or mid off or mid on, just the way he's the way he, you know, batted throughout his career, it looked so so good. He never looked out of form. No, or ever. No, he was never out of form. No. If he got out, it was one of two ways. It was a it was a good ball or a bad shot. That was it. Yeah, nothing else. <laughs> no, nah, it, it was wonderful <laughs> to watch. There was a legendary umpire in that mm. Test match in 1995, Dickie Bird, and uh, here's one of his decisions that he made in that Test. He's in again. Bowls from wide out, Yorker, and pushed away on the offside by Akram. Sucklane backing out, might be run out. Dickie Bird's called for the third umpire as Sucklane backed up, looking for the run late in the over. Boone with a beautiful underarm hit the stumps from side on. And Dickie has gone to Ian Thomas for an adjudication from the sidelines. And this might be very close. Yeah, I think close. Jim Maxwell at the back of the box is out. I'm going to say not out. The Australian players at first were confident. And now they're not so confident because the decision's taking so long. They're, they're all looking away to the western side. Well, it's given out. He's out. So there you go. Dickie Bird in, involved in that, even though it went to the third umpire. He was a legend. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, from us watching from afar, he was fun to watch. He, he seemed to have a great rapport and relationship with players and particularly bowlers. Is that right? Oh, without a doubt. I think everyone had respect for Dickie. He was, uh, he was an amazing guy. Quite a character. Yorkshireman from, uh, from Northern England. And, uh, yeah, played, played the game himself, but just had a real passion for the game. And I think that respect that he had. And, uh, yeah, you go, to, go up to... Uh, to Headingley now, he's 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 part of the furniture up there. He's but he's a, an amazing guy. I was lucky enough to uh, play under him a few times, uh, the Ashes, and then obviously that match. But uh, he was a character. He was no nonsense, but uh, he could have fun with the players as well. And that's the type of sort of relationship you want. He seemed like a very good at you know quieting down any yep. things that were going on that were a bit dramatic. What are your memories or stories of Dickie? Ah, uh, Dickie Bird was uh, an amazing, you know, character, I would say, because, you know, we all talk about uh, the characters on the field, characters who who have played the game, but but this gentleman, Dickie Bird, was, uh, was an icon when you talk about uh, uh, umpiring. Uh, and uh, my memories are because when I, when I first played, uh, Dickie was, uh, you know, was there uh, umpiring the game. I didn't understand a thing because of him being a Yorkshireman and, and, and the way he used, to, and he used to speak very quickly and, and it was very, very hard for me. I always was going, pardon, sorry, say that again, all sorts of things. But, uh, yeah, once you know him, he had a really great sense of humour, uh, really lovely man. Never, ever I've seen him having a, a conflict with a player. Uh, even if he have, if he's given a wrong decision, he will come and talk to you and then and be nice to you and, and say, look, I'm sorry, you know, something has, you know, it happened. Yeah. And, 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 and that's what you wanted to want to see. We don't see that anymore because uh, there's a lot at stake nowadays with, with the batters. They, they don't like being given out and reviewed, you know, yes. every review, every LBW is a, is a review yeah. nowadays. So, uh, yeah, Dickie Bird, 90 now, I wish him really, really, uh, you know, health, well, good health and uh, 
What a superman when you talk about umpiring. What about how fun it was watching, at least from us and you guys playing, him and David Shepard umpiring oh, yeah. together with David Shepard's quirks <laughs> as well. Uh, when Nelson appeared, 1-1-1 one, 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 or 2-2-2, two, 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 hopping and, and jumping all yeah. around the place. We've only got a couple of minutes to go. But Pakistan is going to lose this series 3-0 Waka. Um, so they still haven't won a test here since 1995. Yep. What, what has to change for them to be winning test matches down here? Look, there are plenty uh, been changed before this, uh, this this test series. First of all, I think the the cricket board needs some stability, to be honest, uh, because there's so many changes uh, uh, get made in, in in the cricket board, in the chairmanship, and and all sorts of things. So they, we need stability. These kids, uh, you know, in this in these test matches, you know, a couple of youngsters, I'm a Uber. Jamal and uh, and we've seen them, you know, they have got talent, you know, there's no, you know, question about it that they have got future and they're talented and, and it's all about giving them more opportunities and, and uh, you know, keep them going. Uh, and, uh, and I feel that uh, they will get better and better. Unfortunately, uh, you know, couldn't really win the series or, or even win a test match. Uh, you know, they, they had their moments. Uh, Pakistan need to improve their catching. Before you come here, you have to make sure that the sporting, uh, the catching is spotless. All right, gentlemen, I've got to say, Glenn, because Pakistan still hasn't won here, you might get reminded of this test every time Pakistan yeah. <laughs> tours. But for now, we'll let you just put it away uh, into the back burner. But uh, it's amazing since 1995, Pakistan has not won a test in Australia. Glenn, thank you, mate. Thank you, Waka. Thank it's you. a thrill to sit next to two of the greatest fast bowlers we've ever seen. It's uh, incredible to hear you two going at each other. Remember, Remembering when you got each other out, that's fantastic. <laughs> and whack our bowl, Glenn, to get the last wicket of that famous victory.